Hey, sweet friends, and welcome to How's Your Heart, the podcast where we toss the surface level conversations to the side and dig deep into how we actually are. Hey, sweet friends, and welcome to another episode of the How's Your Heart podcast. I'm Devin Philbeck, and I'm your host. This week, we are interviewing a sweet friend of mine, Catherine Minos Brown, better known as Kate. Hey, what's up? Hey. So <laughs> Kate and I met through volunteering for a ministry called Young Life. We actually lived together in college and oh, have yeah. just gone. Oh yeah, we did. And I've just gone through so many different phases of life together, including getting dogs together, which <laughs> any of you college students considering getting dogs in college. I love my dog, but don't. But don't. <laughs> just, don't. Just don't. We've got quite some stories about that. Um, but there, there is a long list of things with many years of friendship that I could say about Kate. But I think right now, the most incredible part of our friendship has been just watching her evolve in this new role of mom. She is the new mama to our friend group's new baby, Timothy Augusta, <laughs> and I say friend group's baby for a reason. We are all obsessed. It may be a problem, but I don't think so. <laughs> so with that being said, all of that craziness, I am just so excited to hear Kate share on this episode of the podcast. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm so pumped. So Kate, before we dive into what life looks for you, like for you right now, to let everyone get to know you a little bit better, I have a very serious question. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. So, it's a two-part question, okay? Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> what chore do you absolutely hate, <laughs> and what chore do you love? Oh, my gosh. This is a really good question. Like I told you. I told you it matched your personality very it well. It does. <laughs> okay, if anyone knows me, I'm really OCD about cleaning and Mm -hmm. sometimes a problem especially Devin you knew as a roommate um okay I hate washing dishes and I know that Mm -hmm. like you can just throw them in the dishwasher and that part doesn't bother me but it's like once you know the dishes are clean I hate putting the dishes away to make room for new dishes Um, yeah I feel like they just pile up like we the dishes will be clean But then there's a whole pile in the sink that needs to be done. And I just need to put those away. But that is, like, the hardest part. Exactly. So, like, I hate doing dishes. And especially now having a baby, we hand wash our bottles. And so, literally, they just get thrown in a sink. And, like, one day during the week, I'm like, oh, I should probably clean those. I should probably clean these 10 bottles. Yeah. 20 bottles. (laughs) So, um, but the one chore that I love the most, which a lot of people don't, is folding laundry and putting that away. Which, oh my goodness. So, but, and like, I'll run the dryer like 10 or, you know, 20 times so that what? I forget about <laughs> the laundry that's in there. But when I actually get it out to fold it, like, I love folding towels. I love, like, putting my shirts away so they're organized. <laughs> that's just the OCD of me. I was going to say, Kate probably has the most organized. I was at her house the other day and her drawers are so organized. I was. <laughs> Don't walk in my room right now. It is, they're like folding over in the drawer on like towers. I need to organize them better. I'll come and I'll oh, do that with you sometime. Okay, cool. And with me, you mean for me? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. I see, Kate, I told you that question was a very Kate question. It is, it is. I was like, out of, 
listening to your other like podcasts, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's gonna ask me some ridiculous question that I will have no idea what answer it is. <laughs> some of them are quite um obscure. <laughs> they take some time to think about. To say the least. <sighs> okay. They do know a little bit more about you from that question. That's not always the case. Um so Kate, if you don't mind kind of explaining what life looks like for you right now, however you want to explain that and introduce yourself. Okay, yeah. So again, thanks so much for having me. This is such a cool opportunity. Um life right now, I'm live in Statesboro, Georgia. So my mm-hmm. husband Tyler is from here, born and raised. I went to college at Southern. And so we just kind of stuck around nothing like truly tying us to Statesboro, just more like we both have secure jobs. We were just like, you know, right. this, this is where he's from. Let's stick around. It's, it's normal. It's we're used to it. Um, so we've been married two and a half years. Um, we, as you mentioned, have a baby girl. She's nine months old. Um, and she, when like parents say that their kid is like the light of their life, like truly, like nothing makes me happier than like seeing my daughter, which is like <laughs> super sappy and like cheesy, but like it is. And even though also on the flip side, sometimes when she's cranky, I'm like, I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And I think right now my life has been a lot of balancing um, working. So this world is crazy right now. It's like so many people can attest to that, but like Mm -hmm. with coronavirus, like a lot of people lost jobs or they didn't have to go back to work. Like they're working from home or school is canceled or so many different things. And like a lot of people have asked me like, what does coronavirus like and having a newborn, like that must be so scary, but we had to keep living our lives. Like, we didn't get to work from home. We didn't get to Mm -hmm. um, like pull her from school. Like she goes to daycare and a lot of people have actually gotten like weird looks from people. They're like, Oh, who watches the baby? I'm like daycare. Like she goes to daycare because I have to work. work. Um, And so a lot of that comes with like mom guilt of like, Oh, maybe like I should be more serious about this or like, maybe Mm -hmm. I should find something to do where like I could work from home and like, a lot of that's not like realistic to just be like, oh, I'm gonna up and quit my job so I can work from home. Right. Um, so I've had to a lot of kind of like struggling with finding like a balance of like mom life, being a wife, mm-hmm. working, and like I I really do truly love my job, like when it's good, like obviously there's like hard parts, but um right. it's kinda like a lot of people were, were like, Oh, like you must be so sad to get off maternity leave. And I was like, actually, I'm so excited to go back. Like, give me. Like, I need to get out of this house. <laughs> yes. And, like, people don't understand that, like, when you're on maternity leave, like, you don't get to, like, go shopping with your newborn baby. Like, you have to stay home. Like, their right. immune system is nothing. And so, like, you're very isolated. Um, and so I think, like, where I, I've been is just finding, like, being isolated and like but like in my own mind because like mm. we hang out we're friends and like right. i'm with my <laughs> that sounds really we're friends, friends. <laughs> sometimes no, I'm um but like, y'all can look for batch nights and like um 
we had friends visit from out of town and my parents come down and Tyler, my husband is always with me and like, um, like I'm at work with coworkers. And so like, I'm around people all the time, but like, yet I'm like very alone too. Um, and like you have this new responsibility of like being a mom and like keeping this living thing alive. Like you have, like there's so many more responsibility and like trying to like walk through that and be like, okay, where am I in all of this? Like, am I defined as like a mom now? Am I Mm. still in the workforce? Am I still a wife? Like what's my identity? What's going on? Um, and, like, that's so weird to just, like, have to define all that. You're, like, why can't you be, like, all of it? Right. But, like, um, what of like, the... I mean, they're all they're all competing for your attention. Yes. And so then you're kind of trying to find, like, who am I in that? <laughs> like... Right. Because, like, my daughter needs a mom and my husband needs a wife. But, like, I don't need a wife. Mm. Like, I don't need, my like, my mom right there. <laughs> so, um, kind of, like, a word that, like like I just have recently and like very recently as in like, I haven't really even talked to my husband about this or like a doctor about this is postpartum depression. And Mm. it's like a scary word when you think about it. And like when, if a friend came to you and said like, Hey, I'm depressed. Like it's, I feel like there's two ways people take it. It's like, Oh, okay. Cause like a lot more people are open about it now. Um, Right. Or they're, like, kind of worried for you. And mm. I don't need people to be, like, worried for me. It's more, like, people just being, yeah. like, aware of the situation. Um, when you have a baby and you go to, the, like, the doctor, they ask you, like, all these questions. Like, do you feel like you start crying randomly all the time? And I'm sure there's moms out there that do. And, like, probably when I first had her, like, I did. Just because, like, your hormones are mm-hmm. so out of whack. But, like... <laughs> Um, but I was like, no, I don't cry randomly. Like stupid. Nope. Next. Um, and then they'd be like, do Mm. you find yourself guilty of things that you didn't even do? And I'm like, no, like, and I just kept like checking no to everything and being like, I'm not depressed. I just have a newborn baby and I'm exhausted and nobody else Mm. feels that. Um, and that's, I think when it clicked, when it's like, nobody else can feel what I feel. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm in this world where there's this disease going on. I'm in this world where people, like, think I'm a bad mom for bringing my kid to daycare. I'm in this world where, like, I have to be, like, the working parent and, mm-hmm. you know, have an income. And then still have to be, like, the perfect housewife and mom when I get home. Right. And I was doing it pretty fine like you know what I thought was fine it's like yep I'm checking all the boxes like I did this today I did this today okay I can go to sleep tonight but like I was mm-hmm. just being present in like a moment so mm. this is kind of I think perfect. yeah I think also like anyone like at least from our friend group like obviously none of us are moms so we can't sit in that with you you know mm-hmm. we can't resonate with, in that with you and also Tyler is a new parent also, but he's not a new mom. Mm -hmm. And he also didn't just give birth to a child. (laughs) And even parents that you know that are new parents may not be working. And they may not resonate. And even the ones that are, 
are not you and do not respond to things in the same way that you do. So obviously it makes sense that you're alone in your experiences because no one is sitting in the exact same identical situation as you. And even if they are, they could be responding to it in an entirely different way than you are. And that's what's like, I think what was hard. So hard for me to like pinpoint, like, what am I feeling? Like, what am I going through Mm. in this season of life? Like if, I think if you had asked me this like two months ago, I probably wouldn't have been able to answer, but it's like Mm. finally like accepting it and being like, Hmm, this is where I am. And it's not a bad thing and not necessarily a good thing either. Um, It's definitely something you got to work through and be more open to people about, but yeah, it's just kind of, it's just kind of there, you know? Right. So you said postpartum depression and that you don't kind of fit the symptoms that the doctors present to you. So what what do you feel like the symptoms that you're noticing in yourself are? Um. So we kind of like hit on like how, okay, like I don't really like offend people when I say like, I've, I'm very, like, OCD in my cleaning. No, I'm not, like, diagnosed OCD. Um, but I do have, like, tendencies of, like, if something is out of place, it bothers me. Like, to a point where, like, mm-hmm. I could leave the room and I've got to come back and fix it. And it might not be the next 10 minutes. It might be in an hour. But I've thought about it that long that I'm like, hmm, I need to go fix it. Um, and when right. you have a kid, things are not clean. <laughs> and things are not in order um the bottles that we talked about earlier I have Mm -hmm. to like tell myself it's okay that they are there like it's okay that they're dirty Mm. I just have to walk away from it because I can't do all of it and like that's where like having a great husband like comes in like eventually he'll do it (laughs) like um um, so like my anxiety level of like how the house is has gotten worse than like before Mm -hmm. I had a kid. Um, And so like, I have to tell Tyler that a lot. Like I have to make my bed every morning and it sounds like, okay, make your bed every morning. But like, if it's not done, I will come home Mm -hmm. and make it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you have way less time to have control of the cleanliness of your house. I know it's not just the cleanliness, but like, you have less time to be in control of your life right now because you have this new role. I mean, your life was already busy with just being a wife and just being an employee. And obviously there's other miscellaneous roles in there, but now you have this huge, massive role that has just been tossed in. And it's like, well, cleaning the house is going to have to be put on the back burner. Making my bed may not happen when a baby is crying in the morning and I need to get her ready. And to like a normal like I guess like mom that can accept that they're like okay it's just not gonna happen but like with like right I guess just like the emotions and like that I've been going through I'm like it has to happen like I will figure out Mm. to make it work like we might be late or I might have to get up early but it's gonna like it has to happen or my like anxiety level is like through the roof and then like another symptom I guess would just be like numbness to people's like emotions I guess so like Mm. if my husband for instance like needs something like he's like you know I'm like 
I'm feeling this kind of way, like I'm struggling in this area or like my parents say that or a friend, I'm just very like numb to it. I'm just like, oh, like I'm sorry. Mm. And like, that's not normally me. Me, I'm like boohoo crying with you. Like I want to hug you. I want to fix the issue. Um, Like even my daughter crying, like, sometimes I'll just like stare at her and it's not that I don't want to like comfort her and love her, but I'm like, you're not crying over something like you're not hungry. You don't have a wet diaper. You you're just crying to cry. And I no longer feel that emotion to comfort you. Um, Mm. And so kind of realizing that because like at first when I felt that I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm a horrible mom. Like I don't want to like, help her I don't want to pick her up I don't want to like make sure she's okay and a lot of people are like you know there's two kinds of parenting there's like oh just let them cry it out like they're okay and then there's like right you got to tend to every moment I'm kind of like in that in between but it's like I'm not there because I Mm. want to be there it's because my emotion and sensitivity to it kind of just like turned off Mm. So you really don't, you feel like you're numb to being able to empathize with yeah. others. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. Do you feel like, do you feel like you're numb to your own emotions as well right now? Yeah, I think, and like, like I said, if you'd asked me that, I would even say a week ago, I'd be like, no, like, I am so in touch. Like, yeah, um, I know everything yeah. that's going on and like, I'm, right now. And we. Like, I mean, the reason you kind of started all of this podcast was, like, I would have said, yeah, I'm fine. Um, mm-hmm. So I haven't had that, like, cry it out. Well, actually, I'll take that back. I've definitely cried it out before. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely cried it out. But, like, when I think about, like, what I need and the emotions that mm-hmm. I, I want to feel, yeah, I'm very numb to it. So, Kate, we've got, we've actually got to cover a lot. So let's kind of switch gears a little bit here and kind of address what has been in the midst of becoming a mom and kind of realizing that you're experiencing postpartum depression and just kind of recognizing these tendencies in you that are kind of controlling you. What in this season has been something that's been really sweet for you? Honestly, has been watching Tinsley grow. We've, like, I when I think about this year, like 2020, there's so mm-hmm. many people that like hate 2020, like strong yeah. age hate, like they've lost their jobs. Yep. They've lost loved ones to this virus. They've lost, I mean, like things that I cannot imagine and like wish nobody to go through. Right. But like when I think of this year, yes, I am struggling in this aspect, but like every month and like the first year, you know, like, you measure your child by months and weeks because like, that's what they measure Mm -hmm. at the doctor. And so like, you just kind of go with it, like in your normal life too. I used to like pre being a mom, I'd be like, I would never tell someone my kid is 18 months, you know, like they're a year and a half. Like, yeah. Um, But now that I am a mom, I get why they do it. And so each month watching her, Mm -hmm. like do something new, like it's so crazy how like, yeah, at one point we as like humans, did not know how to lift our head. And, like, when I watched Tinsley yeah. lift her head for the first time, I, like, 
literally started like crying and screaming. I'm gonna and, start like, crying. I videotaped it, and like when she, and like yeah. now I see her crawling everywhere under everything. Mm-hmm. But like I look back at a video yeah. of like when she couldn't even crawl, and I'm like, so many things were like just so sweet, and that like she's learning everything mm. for the first time, and that's been so cool. And it's like. Mm. As much as, like, I've been struggling each month, she truly does. Like, she truly is, like, that light of my life. Like, she brings so much joy each day in something new that she's learning. Like, she won't say mama, which is really heartbreaking. And she'll say dada constantly. (laughs) But it's been so sweet to watch her say dada, but, like, recognize, like, who Tyler is. Like, she says dada to, like, a fork. But she also will look directly at Tyler and say, Dada. And, like, she knows that's, like, Aww. who her dad is. And, like, it, that's so sweet, too. So so what is something that she has started to do this month that has been just oh my really gosh. sweet to watch? Sweet and scary is standing on her own. <laughs> she can, Mm-mm. like, for the past, Mm-mm. like, month and a half, she's been like standing and like she can like scale like our couch and like she definitely has to be like holding up to something yeah recently like I just put her down one day and I kind of expected her to just like sit and she didn't sit Flop she down just a little like, bit. stood <laughs> and I was like oh my gosh like you're not holding on to anything like this is the next step to walking and I like had this like freak out like so proud of you but uh-huh. so terrified at the same time <laughs> such a mix of emotions you it's like you can't fully comprehend the chaos that is gonna come when she oh can gosh. start we already have walking one gate everywhere and, like we need to put like plugs in all the outlets and like honestly it's gonna be more like not oh baby proofing but like cake proofing like i'm not gonna be able to like open my toilet like <laughs> that's true i heard a couple on the podcast actually talking about how they don't have the argument of the husband leaving the seat up anymore <laughs> because they leave the seats down because the kids can't get into it. They have to have them down anyway. Yep. So that <laughs> argument is gone. <laughs> okay, so, and you may have already addressed this, but what on the other end of the spectrum do you feel like has been the hardest I part? I think the hardest part has just been, like, being able to connect with people, like, like we talked about, like, on an emotional level. But just, like, a relatable level. Like, we talked, like, some of my friends have kids. Some nowhere close to it. And that's cool. And, like, that's great seeing each person, like, walk through their own, like, journey. But, like, Mm -hmm. accepting, like, this is where we are. Not comparing that to somebody else. And then being able to, like, Mm -hmm. show empathy, show like love towards other people it's been just kind of like hard to just be like you don't get where I am right now um right but like not actually saying that out loud you know (laughs) well I think there's I think there's power in someone sitting in the emotions with you and they understand and like that's not belittling the friendships that you have that can't do that but there is power in someone sitting in that space with you right now and you don't feel like you really have someone. And so it makes sense that there is a disconnect there. I mean, that's not a way that our friends, me and our friends who don't have kids can love you right now. But it's been like cool. I feel like I've always been like the guinea pig. (laughs) 
<laughs> you have. You really so, have in our friend group. But, like, it will be so cool to, like, watch y'all. And, like, y'all will, like, I mean, I don't wish you to experience, like, depression or anything. But, like, you will experience your own hardships when y'all become parents. And, like, anybody right. will. Um, and that's kind of, like, the thing is, like, there's no perfect answer to being a parent. And there's no perfect answer on, like, how you feel as a parent. Um, but, like, being able to, like, right. when y'all reach that point, being, like, I hear you. Like, I've been there. And, like, how can mm-hmm. I, like, help you kind of thing. Right. And I think that's where mom shaming comes from is this comparison of, you know, either you thinking, oh, my gosh, they're doing it perfect and they're doing it right. Or even someone looking at you and being like, "Ooh, why is she doing why is she bringing the daughter to daycare in the midst of a pandemic? Like what? No, that is not loving someone well. And that's also like you loving yourself well in not letting those lies consume of okay, I'm doing the best that I can do right now in our particular circumstance to love my child, love myself, love my husband, and be a freaking human. And like, I think that is all anyone is expecting of you right now. And so anyone that is shaming you or um, anything like yeah. that, that's on them. And it's, it's definitely something you just like have to like learn and like accept and like be like, I'm okay. Like, Hmm. like not saying like I'm fine but just being like I'm where I need to be right and like you can't tell me right otherwise right and that's not belittling the fact that like that's not fun mom shaming either whether you're doing it to yourself or someone else is doing it to you like it sucks it stinks it's not fun it's something you have to process through but like trying to have that mindset of I'm doing the best possible that I can do in these insane circumstances, which becoming a mom is insane and new in and of itself. And then you add the layer of, oh, (laughs) what's up? Like, what? (laughs) Years in great. So, Kate, yeah, 2020. (laughs) Tinsley is the sweetest part of 2020. Um, So... With the sweet part and with the hard part, the question you've been waiting for, how is your heart doing in the midst of all um, of it? I think, like, when you asked me to do that, that was, like, the part that, like, made me kind of realize, like, where I am right now. And I was, like, mm-hmm. I could go on there and just be, like, it's rainbows and butterflies and, like, it's all great and uh-huh. I'm fine. Um but I feel mm-hmm. like if I, like, really think about, like, my heart in this season of my life, and, like, I don't want to say, like, this is forever, but, like, in this season of my life, my heart has been, mm-hmm. like, really hardened. And it's yeah. made me, like, put a, like, kind of a shield towards my husband, towards friends. Right. Of just being, like, I'm fine. I'm good. Leave me alone. I'm doing my own thing. I'm a mom now. Mm-hmm. I've got this. Like, I don't need my own mom anymore. You know? Right. And so. Right. I feel like it was, it's been kind of hardened and like, it's pushed off a lot of emotions and it's pushed off a lot of like, you know, wanting to tell people like exactly how I feel. So I think that's right. kind of the best way of like explaining mm. it. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it makes sense when we go through hard experiences we want to ignore it 
I don't want to process that. I don't want to deal with that. So I'm just going to block my heart off from all emotions, all things that could potentially, I mean, a friend sharing about a hard circumstance, no emotion. My husband sharing something hard, no emotion. My baby crying, no emotion. Because if I process that emotion, then I got to figure out what the other emotions are. And And not saying that like, I don't feel anything. Like I definitely do. Right, right. I think there's almost like two sides to it. Like, we talked about like Tinsley is like so sweet Mm. right now. And like watching her with Tyler, like that makes your heart, like it makes you want to cry. Like it's just so sweet. But like, if I think about just me, like take her out of it, that's where it's like been hardened. And like, Mm -hmm. that's where it's just been like, she's like the only good thing right now. Mm -hmm. And like, that's all my heart can focus on is like, okay, she's so sweet and so perfect. That's the great part of like life right now. Everything else, let's just push it away. Yeah. So Kate, for people who feel like they're kind of in a similar spot as you, whether it be a hardened heart or a new mom or whatever element they kind of are connecting with right now, what advice would you give them? What advice would you give yourself Um, right now? I think like the best advice that I got, like as a parent, um, actually came from my doctor who I did not agree with. <laughs> so it was kind of like, <laughs> he gave me the sheet and it said like, if you're experiencing postpartum depression, if you're experiencing this, if someone gives you advice that you don't like, you just kind of smile and walk away because like, you don't have to tell them like, no, you're mm. wrong. You don't have to argue the situation. Right. And, like as a new mom, people are going to give you a thousand things of like what you're supposed to do, what is best for your baby, what's best for you, um, how you're supposed to feel. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, I was told like how you're supposed to feel towards your child. And then they give you this list of like all the symptoms if you're feeling postpartum depression. And if you don't fit those boxes, then you're fine. Um, So I feel like the best advice you give someone else is like, Nobody's going to have those answers. Only you can figure it out for yourself. And like, you're still a good person. Like you're still a good mom. You're still a good friend, a wife, a husband. I mean, like men can go through this too when they have a new baby in the house. Like they're not going to be loved by their wife the same way they were before the baby. Um, I feel like a hardened heart doesn't mean that you're a bad person I think it just means like you've just got to work yeah. through it on your own and like allow people to move in, like to like slowly come in, mm. but like figure out what you're going through before you let other people just like tell you what you're supposed to be going through. Mm. No, that's good. I mean, cause people can only see it's, it's like the um, iceberg analogy. People only see, the top of the iceberg and there's so much underneath the surface so they're giving you advice based off of the top of the iceberg or the way that they experience the top of that iceberg but they don't see the rest of the iceberg that you're experiencing that you're walking through that you're so you can listen and hear that advice exactly and like you're not a bad person or a bad parent for not taking Mm. it 
Also, there's no way you can take all of the advice. That <laughs> so much of it. That is so much of it. I'm human. Too, so you're kind of just like, well, I heard I was supposed to do oh, this I'm way. Sure. So, but. Well, it's like what you said earlier. It's like there's two ends of the spectrum of your baby's crying. You need to like just let them cry or your baby's crying. You need to attend to their you everything. Can't do both. Like, <laughs> okay, you can't do both of those. Right. <laughs> so, Kate, what advice would you give to someone who's trying to love you well? What advice would you give your husband, Tyler or me or our friend group or your family as we try I to love you well? That, right now? I think everyone's done like a really great job of like kind of letting me be um whether or not they knew it was going on mm-hmm. and I think just being like more like aware of like right. my surroundings um I think like a hard part that like Tyler and I struggle with is like when he comes home to him I might seem like so tired and kind of like not useless but like useless like you've got the baby now you're home yeah. you cook dinner I'm going to bed and where like he might see that as like wow you're not helping me I just kind of need those five minutes. Mm. Like be kind of like more aware of like my actions. Like when I start shutting down, Mm -hmm. maybe that's when I start feeling something like maybe that's when you need to be more attentive of like, okay, like I'll help out for a few minutes. You go rest or like for a friend Mm. more so like, I guess when I start saying I'm fine, like I might not be fine. So just, yeah, you've chosen, I know. You've chosen the wrong friend to say that. <laughs> Started the whole <laughs> podcast about it. But, I but a, like, know. Uh, take, like, I think for anybody that's kind of dealing with depression and stuff, like they want to be heard, but they don't want to be asked constantly. Like they don't want to be picked at so much that they're like, okay, I'm shutting down now mm. because I don't want to tell you my whole life story. But they do want to be, like, mm. like, just told, like, it's okay to not be okay. Like, so I think, like, I guess yeah. the best advice is just to be, like, just aware. Mm. And when someone, like, especially a new parent is mm. going through things, like, they're going to want to do things themselves because they, they feel like they have to. But, like, being aware and stepping in and being, like, no, I've got it for you. Like, we can help out, too. Yeah. Well, for me personally, that's helpful <laughs> because obviously I'm in your life <laughs> very regularly. So in my head, I'm like, tempting so I can control Y'all are the best. Here. Um, no, no, <laughs> no, but seriously, Kate, I, I think that is really helpful. And obviously we haven't had a mom on the podcast yet. And so I think there's lots of people who are in their 20s, who are new parents, who are walking through really hard situations and they feel isolated in it and they don't know how to move forward and don't know what they're feeling and they don't have time to think about it because they've got this new job that takes up every spare moment they have. And so I think a lot of people are going to hear you share and just be relieved (laughs) that someone else gets it. Someone else is sitting in this and hears me and is speaking words that I understand. Um, And aren't we all in a variety of ways, but they will hear your mess in particular and be encouraged that someone else is sitting in it. I mean, like what you're craving. I think people will be encouraged by, you know, 
there's someone else that is in this space. I'm not alone, and I'm also not crazy either. <laughs> or a well, bad I mom or dad. It helps someone. <laughs> yeah. Kate, do you have any final thoughts, anything we didn't touch on that you want to share I would just before to, like, we close up the podcast? advice to new parents or parents-to-be? Um, you're doing the best that you can. Like, nobody's going to, mm-hmm. like, nobody should tell you differently. And your baby cannot be in a bubble as much as you want it to be. They're going to fall. They're going to get bruises. They're going to cry. And you're still doing the best that you can mm-hmm. do. And, like, God wouldn't put you as that role as a parent if he didn't think that you could do it. So, I guess that's the final thoughts. <laughs> Mm, I love it. Kate, thank you again oh, well, so much for, for being on this episode of the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I hope that you'll join us next time on the How's Your Heart podcast.